if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. We are talking about a really important topic, and that is children's mental health and their mood, and specifically how your child's gut health influences their mood and mental health. I find this topic fascinating, and I am excited to talk about it with you today. And I say that it's important because the rates of mental health conditions and issues in our kids is skyrocketing for various reasons, Um, and it's something that we need to talk about. Uh, and I think as parents, you know, it is our, it's a real worry when our kids are struggling with mental health issues, whether it's anxiety, whether it's depression, whether it's self-harm. Um, and I know a lot of us worry about suicide when it comes to our kids, when we hear those awful, awful stories and, you know, those stories of younger and younger children um, committing suicide because of mental health issues. So it's a really important topic and we're sort of, I guess, coming at it from a different angle in that how our children's gut health can really affect their mood, their mental health, and also their behavior. So 
First of all, I just want to talk about the gut-brain connection. This is such a fascinating area. Some of you may have heard me talk about it before. You may have heard it elsewhere. It's kind of a, quite a trending topic at the moment because there is more and more research being done in this area. And we really are only starting to scratch the surface. So the gut-brain connection is a two-way connection between the gut and the brain, known as the gut-brain axis. So your brain can affect your gut and your gut can affect your brain. So your gut and your brain are communicating via the vagus nerve and that's what this whole gut-brain connection is all about. So what you need to know here is that gut health can have massive implications and influences for our children's mood, their mental health, and their brain function. And this goes for adults as well. So when you think of it really put simply, I think we've all experienced this connection in action before. You know, when you're sad or angry or you're feeling really emotional, you might also feel a bit nauseous in the tummy. A lot of us feel those emotions in the tummy. When we're nervous, we might have to run to the toilet for a nervous poo or get those butterfly feelings in our tummy. So our emotions have a direct impact on our gut. And a lot of people that have mood issues, mental health issues, feel them in their gut as well. I mean, anxiety is a perfect example of this. So the relationship between the gut and the brain goes both ways. And it's been found that the microbes in our gut can talk to the brain. Um, and this is thought to affect the production of neurotransmitters or brain chemicals. So things like serotonin and dopamine and GABA, which are super essential for healthy mental health and mood. So let's talk about some of these neurotransmitters now. And when I say, you know, that it that the gut is thought to affect the production of neurotransmitters or brain chemicals, there's there's more and more research that that does need to be done in this area and exactly like what this relationship is and how things are affected. Um, but we do know, and that there are there is a lot of research, and I'm going to be talking about some of it today. That um, you know leads to this thinking of um, the gut and the microbes in the gut affecting the production of these brain chemicals. So um, let's start with GABA. So GABA is an, an inhibitory or a calming neurotransmitter. If we've got very excitable kids, we want them to have more GABA. <laughs> you know, of course, balance is always really important here. But when you have low levels of GABA, it makes it hard to slow down, hard to relax. And I'm sure we can all think of both children and adults that we know of that, you know, have this kind of picture. Low levels of GABA can be linked to anxiety, insomnia, which makes sense, and also depression and other mood disorders. So GABA is that calming inhibitory neurotransmitter. And then we have dopamine. So dopamine really put simply, makes us feel good. It plays an important role in feelings of happiness and feelings of pleasure. And when dopamine is low, kids can seek out activities that give them a dopamine hit. Things like social media, 
or gaming, junk food, risky behaviors, drugs, and alcohol. And, um, you know, when we're talking about teenagers, which I guess is is relevant to a lot of these things that I'm that I'm talking about, um, teenagers need kind of more dopamine hits because of the way that their brain is wired, which is why they tend towards more risky behavior, the alcohol, the drugs, the fast driving, the addiction to social media. And so if we can veer our our kids into healthier activities that give them these dopamine hits, then that can be a really good thing. And serotonin is one I want to talk about as well. So serotonin, as most of us probably know, is responsible for feelings of happiness and well-being. Serotonin is a mood stabilizer. And if your microbiome, your, you know, the little ecosystem within your gut is in a state of imbalance or dysbiosis, you will have impaired capacity to make and utilize serotonin. In fact, the gut produces up to 95% of the serotonin in our bodies. And a lot of antidepressant medications and pharmaceutical drugs are working on serotonin in some way or another. But we now know that depression is so much more than just low serotonin or a deficiency in serotonin, but it is really important for those feelings of happiness and well-being. And then there's melatonin. So melatonin is our sleep hormone. It is essential. Healthy levels of melatonin are essential for getting to to sleep and also staying asleep. So these things rely on good levels of melatonin. Um, And melatonin is dependent on good levels of serotonin. So serotonin converts to melatonin. So you can see how, you know, if we've got that that unhealthy gut microbiome, we might have a reduction in the amount of serotonin that's being produced, which leads on to um, potential issues with melatonin as well. And that link between serotonin and melatonin does make sense when you think about, um, you know, a lot of people with low mood or depression also have sleep issues too. The other really interesting thing about melatonin is it contributes to a healthy gut. So it's like a big cycle. We need melatonin for a healthy gut and low levels of melatonin have been associated with, with leaky gut or intestinal permeability. So we know that good, robust gut health, particularly high diversity within our gut microbiome, lots of different healthy species of good bugs and good bacteria within our microbiome, has a positive effect, um, a positive flow-on effect on these brain chemicals, these neurotransmitters. But it's not just these neurotransmitters that matter. Because um, gut dysbiosis or imbalance in that gut microbiome, um, often with the presence of pathogens or bad bugs within the gut microbiome, can produce toxic substances that affect the brain and mood as well. Gut dysbiosis can also lead to an increase in permeability in the gut lining, which allows toxins to move out of the gut and into the bloodstream. So you can see like that this information is building a case for how important good 
healthy guts are to our kids' mood and their mental health. So these toxic substances that can be um, that can be produced from pathogenic bacteria in the the gut microbiome are able to travel to the brain and influence our mood. And it's diversity within the gut microbiome, healthy diversity within the gut microbiome that protects us from these pathogenic um, microbes or bacteria that, that can easily overgrow within the gut microbiome as well. And when we have an imbalance in the gut microbiome, dysbiosis, it can lead to leaky gut or intestinal permeability, which I've already mentioned a few times. But what this basically means is there's a compromise in the gut lining. So if you imagine the gut lining being like a tube, um, it's only about as thick as our eyelids. So it's very sort of vulnerable to damage and there's matter moving through it all the time. You know, whatever we eat kind of ends up in our gut and and goes through there. And um, when we get damage within that gut lining, it leads to leaky gut or intestinal permeability. And this can happen for a whole range of reasons. Dysbiosis is one of the biggest kind of contributors when we've got that imbalance of good and bad bacteria within the gut. And that's why I say a healthy, um, diverse microbiome protects us, protects our gut from any damage. But when we do have leaky gut, which is really common in kids, um, undigested proteins can enter into the bloodstream before they've been fully digested, hence why they're undigested. Um, And these proteins are leaching into the bloodstream, which alerts the immune system. The immune system then triggers inflammation in response, which can inflame the brain further. And of course, this can influence mood as well. So there is more research emerging about the influence of inflammation on mood disorders such as depression. And naturopathically, you know, it's a major focus for us when it comes to uh, treating and also optimizing mental health. We want to be reducing inflammation overall. I mean, inflammation is such a huge problem when it comes to our Western diet, our Western lifestyle. There's so many factors that are driving inflammation, things like stress and our Western diet that's full of processed food and um, omega-6 seed oils, refined foods, sugar. These all promote inflammation as well as things like obesity, but also that that situation of leaky gut or intestinal permeability is a big driver when it comes to inflammation in both kids and adults as well. So you can see there's this kind of flow on effect. Um, and no wonder when we're just looking at the impact of, of the gut on uh, mental health issues, it's no wonder that you know there's so many issues these days in this area. So with all that in mind, what we know is that an imbalance in those brain chemicals that I talked about before on neurotransmitters 
is linked to low diversity in the gut bacteria. We know that high diversity is important for overall health. I've talked about the importance of um, diversity in the microbiome when it comes to kids' allergies and their immune system, Um, but it's also really important for their mood and mental health as well. So studies have shown that people who repeatedly use antibiotics are much more likely to experience anxiety and depression, and we know that antibiotics wipe some of that good bacteria out of the gut microbiome. So that, you know, is kind of linking that um, that gut microbiome with anxiety and depression. There's been animal studies that are really interesting to show that transplanting fecal matter from a depressed adult into a mouse could bring on depressive symptoms. Isn't that fascinating? And that's just fecal matter um, that, that contains that, that, um, the, the, bugs from the microbiome. But when they transplanted the fecal matter from someone who was not depressed, there was no changes to the mouse. This shows that the state of the gut bacteria can have a significant influence on the brain. And another study found that adding a good strain of bacteria, one of the healthy beneficial strains of bacteria to the guts of mice, reduced their anxiety levels. But this was reversed after cutting the vagus nerve, which is that nerve that links the gut and the brain, that gut-brain connection. So there's just, you know, there's a lot of uh, really interesting research. We're only scratching the surface, but we do know that there are a number of roles that gut health plays in our kids' mental health and their mood. So gut health should always be a consideration if you are dealing with mental health issues, or if you just want to really, you know, take that preventative approach to make sure that your kid's mental health and mood is as healthy as possible, then we need to make sure that their gut microbiome is as healthy as possible as well. I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode, um, this fascinating area, diving into, you know, how our kids' gut health impacts their mood, their behavior, their mental health. Um, And if you want to get started on, you know, starting to work on making your children's gut health as robust as you possibly can, then you can download our free Kids Gut Health ebook um, via the link in the show notes. And this is a comprehensive guide. It's completely free uh, and it's really simple to, to understand and easy to implement on ways that you can start to optimize your kids' gut health so that they have better mood and better mental health. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week.
before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kids' Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.